Hello and welcome to the Clean Sheets Weekly Football Wrap-Up. I'm Marcel Abud and it's great to have you here. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at the Clean Sheet AU, as well as all your favourite podcast apps for all the latest news, reviews and updates on football in New South Wales. On the weekend that saw a valiant Australia go down 2-1 against perennial favourites France in the 2018 FIFA World Cup, round 15 of the MPL Men's 1 kicked off in very cold conditions. Sydney Olympic clawed back to earn a point in their 2 all draw against finals chasers Hakoa Sydney City East at the Hensley Athletic Field. Olympic's Max Burgess equalised late on in the game to cancel out Hakoa's Anthony Frangie's double in the second half. Despite the draw, Olympic sit on top of the competition ladder. A massive six goals were scored in the Rockdale City Suns and Bonnyrigg White Eagles clash at the Illidan Sports Centre, but Bonnyrigg took bragging rights with a 4-2 win over their rivals, collecting a valuable three points along the way. Undefeated in four games, Marconi Stallions won 3-2 away to Manly United at Cromer Park to see them push further and further away from the wrong end of the table. Goals from Andrew and Jesic of Marconi, with an own goal from Manly's Catlin, gave the Fairfield side the three points, making the North Sydney side winless in their past three games. Wollongong Wolves sealed a 2-1 victory over the Sutherland Sharks at JJ Kelly Park, while Sydney FC were left licking their wounds as Sydney United 58 made light work of them, condemning them to a 3-0 loss at home at Lambert Park. An opening goal from Patrick Antelmi and a brace from Chris Payne sealed United's win as they looked to cement a final spot. Apia Leichhardt Tigers travelled to Lilyholm Stadium to face Backtown City and came away the victors, with goals from Sean Simmons and a 90-minute goal from Adrian Uccino sealing a 2-1 win to tighten their grip on second place. Round 16 of the MPL 2 saw a double from Lopez help secure Spirit FC a 3-0 win over Mounties Wanderers at Christie Park, while St. George FC won comprehensively with a 4-1 victory away to Canberra Bankstown at the Crest Athletic Centre. Rodemy Lions further heaped misery on Parramatta FC season as they won 1-0 at Valentine Sports Park. Round 15 of the MPL 3 provided goals aplenty as SD Raiders truly lived up to their moniker as they destroyed a hapless Fraser Park 7-0 at Ernie Smith Reserve further casting a dark cloud over the Marrickville-based side season. Once league leaders, Hawkesbury City had their wings clipped again as they lost 6-0 to St. George City at Fraser Park with no less than six individual scorers, while Bankstown City Lions won 4-2 away to Dulwich Hill at Arlington Oval. Both Hawkesbury and Bankstown sit second on the table, five points behind St. George City on 35 points. And finally, in the round 13 of the State League, South Coast Flames silenced the roar of Balmain Tigers with a 5-0 win at John Cree and Oval, while Central Coast United further strengthened their lead at the top of the table with a 2-1 win over Nepean FC at Plume Park. Well, that's it for me this week and the weekly football wrap-up. Check with us next time for the results across the MPL and State League. Over to you, Will. Thank you for that, Marcel. All right, let's jump straight into the club championship standings for this week as we examine the fights for promotion and from relegation to see if there's been any changes in the tables from the week before. Looking firstly at the New South Wales MPL 1 Club Championship uh, rankings, Blacktown City still holds the lead with 188 points now. They're up 9 points from last week. Obviously, they did have that uh, that first grade loss. Um, up here, Leichhardt Tigers is up to 163, so picked up 10 points there. So they've gained a total of 1 point on the current leaders, Blacktown City. The main focus of our MPL 1 Club Championship standings, of course, is the battle for relegation. Uh, last week we did have Bonnie Rigg White Eagles down the bottom with Marconi Stallions and Sydney FC not too far away. And if you have a look at this week now, there has been a little bit of ground made up. Um, 
Bonnie Rigg, of course, getting that win on the weekend in first grade, picking up some important points there. They picked up 18 points overall. Wins coming from their 20s and first grade. Uh, Sydney FC are on 131 points, so they've actually closed the gap now to only 13 points. Sydney FC's under-20s team uh, just absolutely killing it at the moment. Probably the reason why they are staying uh, out of that relegation spot for now. And Manly United is now in third last with 133, only picking up three points from the weekend's play. So as we have Bonnie Rigg on 118, Sydney FC on 131, and Manly United on 133. Oh, and of course, Bonnie Rigg does still have that uh, full round in hand against Blacktown that is expected to be played, uh, I think, the first Wednesday of July. But I will have to check that one for you. Uh, if we jump now into NPL 2, and as of last week, we did have Central Coast Mariners leading the way, only just, just over Mount Druitt and Town Rangers, um, of course, with the rounded hand. And down the bottom, we had Parramatta FC coming last in the relegation zone. So how has that changed this week? Um, honestly, not too much. Uh, the promotion and relegation zones stay the same. Central Coast Marin is still on top. They did pick up the full 21 points of the weekend, jumped out now to 222 points. Mount Druitt Town Rangers, they were only one point behind. They have lost a bit of ground, only picking up eight points over the weekend with a... Uh, sorry, they picked up nine points. Um, wins through their 20s and their 18s. Their, their first grade side not making up any points, unfortunately for them. So they're now on 209 points, 13 behind the leaders, Central Coast Mariners, uh, and North Shore Mariners as well in third place. Now they did pick up uh, a dozen points there, so now they're on 189 points. So we have Central Coast Mariners on 222, Mount Druitt Town Rangers on 209, and North Shore Mariners on 189. Down the other end now, Parramatta FC still with last place on lock. They did pick up six points over the weekend, that was from their 20 side. Uh, they're on 95 points, up from 89. MacArthur Rams did pick up 10 points over the weekend as well. They're now on 103, so they did manage to, to keep a little bit of a gap and actually extend their gap now. They have uh, an 8-point buffer over the last place, Parramatta FC, who will be absolutely desperate to avoid dropping down to NPL 3. Uh, also having to watch their back is Canterbury-Bankstown FC, on 109 points, so only 6 points above MacArthur Rams. They only managed to pick up 9 points from the weekend's action as well. So just recapping, Parramatta FC in last place to 95, MacArthur Rams on 103, and Kendry Banks down on 109. Jumping across to the MPL 3 now, last week we did have St George City FA leading the way at the top, and we had Fraser Park FC all the way down in bottom um, those positions have not changed. St. George City FA is up to 234 points, up from 220 last week, so a gain of 14. Um, some important movement there. They're on their under-18s, not picking up any points, and their own under-20s only picking up a draw. Uh, so a total of 14 points from the week. Uh, Hawkesbury City do remain in second place. They only picked up five points, so that gap has now actually increased. Uh, there is a 25-point gap, so St. George FA do maintain a full round's worth of play over Hawkesbury City, uh, and that's going to be absolutely crucial as we're coming into the uh, 
into the back end of the season. And Glades for Ride Magic holding on to third spot. Uh, up to 206, they did pick up a full 21 points over the weekend. So we have St. George City on 234 points, Hawkesbury City on 209, and Gladesville Ride Magic on 206. Heading down to the bottom of the table now, uh, Fraser Park picked up a total of zero points over the weekend. Unfortunately for them, once again, failing to uh, to record anything, and in fact their under-20s is really the only reason why um, we're even considering that they do have a chance to get out of that relegation zone. Western New South Wales Mariners... Still in second last, they did pick up five points, so they have created a small buffer. Um, they do have a, a, f a few more home games in a row, and I think that we're expecting them to pick up a few more points here and there, possibly from their 20s and their 18s. I don't see a lot of points being gotten from their first grade side, unfortunately for them. And Granville Rage still sitting in third last with only 80 points, picking up no points this weekend and Stanmore Hawks on 88 points. I think Stanmore is going to be pretty safe for now. They did pick up 5 points, uh, but the fact is that they do have a 40-point gap over last place Fraser Park, and I think at this stage of the competition, unless something drastically was going to change, that's going to get them home and hose. And actually, same with Granville Rage. I think they're going to be pretty safe. I uh, don't really see Fraser and Mariners being able to make up the ground on them, so the relegation battle well and truly down to Fraser Park and Western New South Wales Mariners. Uh, if we go to the State League now, one of the clean sheets' favourite leagues. Uh, it's it's kind of affectionate. We, it's I, I, I don't even know how to, to uh, how to describe it. We started sort of heavily following the league. Uh, I'd say last year, with the rise of Nepean trying to fight back their way up the ladder, up the pyramid. Um, having that sort of awesome battle there with um, with Camden and with Bankstown United as well. Uh, anyway, so last week we did have Central Coast United on top, followed by UNSW and Bankstown United, and down the bottom we had Wallace City Wanderers and FC Gazy Auburn. So how's that changed this week? Central Coast United to no one surprised, is up to 238 points uh, from 217 from last week. Uh, Bankstown United is on 196, again picked up a full round's worth of points to try to stay in touch with the competition leaders. Um, but, you know, there's a, what's that, 238, 196, there's a 42 point gap, so a full two rounds uh to be to be, to be made up by Bankstown United, which I think at this stage is going to be impossible. And unfortunately for Bankstown United, we did have the introduction of Central Coast United and South Coast Flame. Yeah, if it wasn't for those two sides, Bankstown United, without a doubt, would be looking at promotion this season. But that's the way things go. So Bankstown on 196, and UNSW they were on 177 points last week. They're on 186. Uh, obviously, and a big shout-out to Gacy Auburn, their first-grade side defeating UNSW. That's an upset that uh, I think I can say almost no one saw coming. Um, but well done to Gacy. They have moved up to 64 points now. Uh, Walker City Wanderers moved up to 59. So the the fight to not be the worst club in the New South Wales pyramid is still there. 
Uh, Walker City Wanderers on 59 points, Gazy on 64, and Balmain Tigers also throwing their hat into three on 75. And just to recap up the top, Central Coast United on 238 points, with Bankstown United on 196. I think Central Coast is well and truly home and host at this point. Now, if we jump into the women's standings now, we did have Sydney University on top last week, and they do remain on top after picking up 12 points. Manly United has moved up into... Uh, sorry, they've moved down into third place with MacArthur Rams moving up into second place, picking up the full 12 points. So they're on 107, but still 20 points behind Sydney University, who also have a round in hand. Down the bottom, looking at promotion, uh, absolutely no change from the bottom three sides. Southern Shire FA in last place, Bankstown City second last, and Northern Tigers in third last, 12, 15, and 44 points. Um, respectively. If we have a look at the women's New South Wales MPL 2 club championship standings, uh, Sydney Olympic were ahead last week. They do remain ahead on 163 points. Central Coast Mariners only picked up three points over the weekend and are on 136. Uh, I think it's pretty safe to say at this stage with such a large lead, Sydney F, sorry, Sydney Olympic are definitely looking at promotion into the uh, women's NPL 1 competition for next year. And Southern Branch, kind of the sad story of the women's league, is still dead last, only with three points from their reserve grade side. Uh, St. George FC did actually pick up um, quite a few points from when we picked them up last time. So they're actually up to like 29 points now. So I don't think they're going to to get last place. I think that does belong to Southern Branch. Uh, anyway, guys, that's all from me. Thank you for tuning in and listening, and we'll talk to you next week.